1: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Truck Guy Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Guy. Thanks for joining us on our adventures, and we are glad to have you along. If you're new around here, welcome, and know that the Truck Guy Podcast is your dirt road ride to the freshest inside takes on the latest truck news and test drives, some how-to tips, and a dose or two of high-octane opinion. Our guest this week is none other than Richard Rawlings of Gas Monkey Garage, You'll know him for the fantastic car and truck builds coming out of his shop in Dallas, Texas, along with a parade of shows including many years on the Discovery Channel and now on his own properties over on socials like Instagram and YouTube, where they just passed over 1 million subs. With weekly series like Beer 30 Plus plenty of behind-the-scenes video of not just building but also buying the cars and... If you want a lesson in negotiation, you got to check out his first find of 2023, where Richard snags a 69 Mach 1 and 66 GTO 4-speed. It's it's just a great channel. A trio of videos which followed the construction of a Ford Super Duty pickup called the Gorilla Build, man, that's on my list to watch too. So Richard joins us from his shop in Dallas to talk about his favorite trucks on the market today. Some of his most memorable pickup builds assembled by him and his team. There's a square body Chevy or two in there. And what it's like to manage a multi million dollar enterprise. He also gives us a glimpse into what's next for the crew at Gas Monkey Garage. All that's coming up in the next half hour on the Truck Guy Podcast. This is the Truck Guy Podcast with your host, Matthew Guy. Richard Rawlings of Gas Monkey Garage. Welcome to the Truck Guy Podcast, Richard. Woo! What's up, man? (laughs) It's great to have you along. I appreciate it. How are things where you are today?
0: Uh, You know, it's really nice down here in Texas. Probably about 65 degrees and not a cloud in the sky.
1: That is beautiful. And lots of nice cars and trucks to look at, too. (laughs)
0: Yes,
1: sir. Um, So tell us a bit about what's going on at Gas Monkey Garage these days. Um, Looks like 2023 is off to a great start. You know,
0: what we do in the next five years is going to make the last 10 look like nothing. Uh, We've got a lot of things planned. It took a little while to get away from Discovery and and cable in general. And now we're uh, on our own. Uh, Our YouTube channel is growing about as fast as we can handle it. And, uh, you know, so if everybody out there has been watching uh, uh, the show Fast and Loud, we haven't made a new episode of that since uh, 2019, uh, so everything we do now, we release uh, weekly on YouTube, uh, under gas monkey garage. And, uh, <clears throat> it's a heck of a lot more fun, uh a little bit <laughs> less structure and, uh, uh, you know, it's just all in all, especially even for me having to do it, it. It's a lot, it's a lot more fun.
1: Good. Good. That's I'm glad. And you guys just cracked a million subscribers over there on YouTube.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't sound like a, a super whole lot, you know, thinking about how long we've been around, but, uh, because of my contracts, uh, Uh, Before, uh, I signed all media with Discovery in 2012 when there was no social media. And uh, so they never let me uh, grow as social media grew and things came along. Uh, Kind of kept me in a cage. And so truthfully, we were only about a year and a half, two years old as far as uh, uh, growing that base.
1: Yeah, I I think it's tremendous success and great growth, man. Um, Gas Monkey Garage, giveaway number five is in full swing right now, right? A 2023 Challenger srt jailbreak monster yeah. tell us about that no i'm pretty stoked on it because uh you know with the first few giveaways
0: you can come here it's part of the experience you get to go into my warehouse and take any car you want and uh, we did that a few times and my my kind of my ideology is i want people to be able to pick what they want not oh i have this car you can win it that's still cool if you got a uh, a 2023 jailbreak that uh was already spec but I'm giving people the opportunity to to come down here to Dallas, uh, have a good time, some Texas hospitality, and then uh, sit down with me and design their own car out of all the 40 or 50 choices, whatever it is, and they can yeah. actually end up with a one of one of the last big fire-breathing dragons. And uh, so, I'm pretty pretty uh, cool chance to get to do that. And uh, you know, it's a car that's going to automatically go up in value no matter what because it's the last of them. They're sold out. They're gone. You know, I got an allocation and I'm going to uh, let uh, the person that wins have that and design it their way, the way they want it.
1: That is so cool because it mixes, like you said, picking out a car with something brand new because they can spec brown seats and red seat belts or whatever they want with the jailbreak pretty much, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if I was doing it, I'd go all black with the most horsepower I could get. But, you know, <laughs> if, they want a, if they want a purple one, you know, go for it. Um, you know, I, I also like weird combinations, so if they want to design something that's just totally off the wall, they literally can. Dodge isn't going to say no, I'm not going to say no, and it's their car.
1: Yeah, and it's, 2023 is the end of it for Challenger, as far that as
0: I've said, yes.
1: Yeah, that is awesome. Um, Over, your Beer 30 show over on YouTube, Richard, um, that's pretty awesome. You've got three or four episodes over there now, and a couple of episodes ago, you talked about a square body Chevy. Um, it was a green and white square body that eventually ended up with bolt Auto Body. And then they put their own spin on it and it's out there on the road. Um, do you have any, any anything about that particular truck? Can you tell us about the original build that your truck that your shop did on that truck because I love it's square true. bodies, man.
0: When we built it, it was probably one of the one of the best trucks that came out of Gas Monkey, and uh, it was only back in for service. It had already been sold, and uh, one of the guys put it into the wall. He said he got you know uh, pushed into the wall by a, uh, by an eighteen wheeler, but I can tell you that uh, that wreck was one hundred percent right foot controlled, and uh, <laughs> he, he had a little a little too much power and wasn't expecting it. So, uh, it was, was really, <laughs> really cool, and uh, I was glad to see it, uh, you know, get rebuilt. I, I'd love to have D-Bolt bring it by the shop or get up there one day, you know, as soon as the weather breaks and it's into spring and summer, and that could be a really good time.
1: What's some of the stuff you try to pick for a square body? Like, I mean, was there a particular engine you were going for at the time, or
0: man, dude, I've built 195 cars. I, I probably would have to go pull the file to tell you what we picked and put in there, yeah, uh, but just
1: for for square bodies themselves man or like trucks in general they, they need, go for
0: you know, ls is just so easy you know right, so right. Uh, there's so many things they make for them especially now you know if, if i was going to do another one i'd probably put a k-tech motor in it and, and push the horsepower up around eight or 900 and uh you know back it up believe it or not probably with an eight-speed automatic because they're they're a little bit faster and uh you know what have you but these guys are building these trucks like crazy and, and with the availability of aftermarket over-the-shelf parts i mean you can build a really really nice truck really quickly in your garage with your buddies and a couple of 12 packs
1: right exactly and the ls is just such a great motor to work with in plug and play just about anything you think
0: oh absolutely it's the way to go um you know there's, there's right now there's really nothing that beats the the Inclusivity and the the amount of bandwidth you can get, and the amount of horsepower you can get, and you know it's just
1: all over it. That's probably one of the biggest things is just being able to do it, like you said with the Fury buddies. If you're if you're into this type of stuff, bring it to someone like you who really knows what they're doing, right?
0: uh yeah, but bring it with a bed full of cash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best kinds of trucks, aren't they?
0: Yeah, they are. <laughs> Uh we've got a really, really killer sixty-nine uh uh GMC stepside out here that we're thinking about building. I mean, it's the most rust-free truck I've ever found and uh that's you know, that genre. And so we're thinking about it, but we haven't decided. We've done so many trucks.
1: What's it, what's it, what's enter on the market today like new in terms of trucks? Richard, that turns your head. Is it something with huge horsepower like TRX or
0: all day something? long the TRX outdoes every single thing out there unless you want to get into diesel? Uh, and I drive a TRX every day. It is it's a new truck to have. I've had the other ones. I've had their competition. They're not as good. They're not as quality, uh, the TRX, all the way.
1: Tell, tell us about your TRX. What do you uh, you drive it every day around Dallas? It, it's my normal driver,
0: uh, you know, unless I can get out one of the hot rods or, or one of the exotics. Um, it's just black, 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 you know, every available option that they – I checked every box. It's got every single thing you can get.
1: You got to, man. <laughs>
0: exactly but when it got here i took the roll bar thing off i didn't like it i thought it looked kind of dumb in person
1: i know what you mean i can picture the roll bar and it just it looks so good in person it's just got that flare on the side you know what i mean just that subtle like there's a refined rage to it when it's even just sitting still absolutely do you take it out um because in dallas or near dallas in in the texas area i know there's a lot of good off-road opportunities do you get to do that much uh type of stuff or do you do do you stick around um do you stick around while you're going to look for your next project do you use it for that too
0: i use it for looking for my projects and uh, general transportation you know i'm not one of these uh uh youtubers that has to go out there and destroy something for the views um you don't need
1: (laughs) no i don't like that i don't
0: i I, take care of my stuff and uh you know it takes care of me
1: that's something that i was told years and years ago and i'm 42 now and i haven't forgotten That's right. Every now and then your parents have something important to say, right? I think they they always have something important to say. It just doesn't hit you till later in life. I think you're right. (laughs) Has there been a build out of your shop that you can think of that surprised you? Like, you know, like, I mean, it could have been um, the public's reception to it or the amount of power that you ended up getting out of it or how it did at Barrett-Jackson or something like that.
0: I, I think the Ferrari F40 sticks out, you know, yeah, that, car, yeah. that car was supposedly not able to be built. Ferrari said it couldn't be built, you know, and and what have you. And and we were up against all odds. But you know, at the end of the day, in 38 days flat, we built a better, batter, faster, more horsepower, better balance of distribution, weight, everything. We just built a better F 40 that ever existed.
1: And that's a sentence that I would say only one team can say, and that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty tough, but we got it done. I remember seeing that, and, and there was a lot, a lot of buzz about that car. So well, much buzz about it, and I'm glad it worked out.
0: I can't let the cat out of the bag, but what we do next uh, in the next few months is going to be probably way more buzz than that.
1: Speaking of auctions, what are you seeing for prices on 4x4s right now? I mean, K5 Blazers and Broncos, they are they're hot. There. That stuff's just going crazy. I
0: mean, I was, I was up at Barrett for only a couple of days to see some friends. And, uh, you know, just some of these trucks were blowing my mind with what they were bringing. But it's only because I'm in the business that I think so. If I take myself out as a consumer and go, well, I can buy that done, ready to go for 100, a dollars grand. You can't come to my shop with one and have me build it for that. So, you know, while it seems high, labor and parts and everything are so much higher now that you know it's hard to build one of those for less than 200 250
1: that's a good point you talk about labor um i mean you've got some of the best of the best working for you and that's a big component of like you said the truck bed full of cash that you got to bring to a shop like yours.
0: yeah you know having good labor and keeping them around is, is is a challenge at all times and uh we've been very fortunate here at gas monkey to always have good guys come through the shop but you know just like with anything else, they come in, they're a part of it. They learn some more and they want to go and, and do better. So, you know, right now my team is completely new. There's there's no one here that's that was here, you know, even two years ago. So, um, you, you know, it's always changing. Uh, and I love it. You know, if a guy comes in after working for me and says, hey, you know, I've, I've got a better opportunity or I want to go do this for myself. I'm like, that's why you were here. You know, if you're ready. To, <laughs> if you're ready to jump out of the nest, man, go get it. Go get after it. You know, yeah. I want to see people go out and succeed and do better and for themselves and for their families and, and what happened.
1: That's the that's the mark of a good boss, of good leader, I think, that, you know, helps the team to grow and then lets them fly when uh they feel that they are ready.
0: That's right. And and, and if they were good uh to, to gas monkey, they're always welcome back, you
1: know. Yep. Did did you have um Growing up, you know what I mean? Throwing it back to a younger Richard, did you have any trucks? Did you stick to cars? What did you have back then, back in the day, Richard? You know, mostly through
0: high school, uh, I had uh, cars um, and mostly uh, Mustangs and Camaros and Mavericks and stuff. And uh, then I got into trucks in my early 20s and pretty much always had a truck around since then.
1: And it's not like you need um, four-wheel drive down that way, but I'm 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 guessing you probably had some of the some of the larger rigs that you were on the go at the time. Something that you liked?
0: Um, no, I mean I just always had a half ton or a three quarter ton, and and, and that was about it, you know. But some of this '80s uh, mini trucking stuff starting to come back, and some of the colors and and uh, things like that are, are starting to pop back up. Uh, you know, you're starting to see some really weird uh, flashbacks, redone in today's dollars type things that are uh, starting to
1: impress me. Do you see many down in Texas of um, newer trucks up here? It's a thing where people are putting those two tone type of um, either with vinyl or with actual paint from, you know, the '80s square body, you know, type look onto a new Silverado or something from the uh, 80s bullnose Fords that had the two tone. Are are they doing that down South too?
0: Yeah, we're seeing some of that for sure. Uh, you know, some of the truck fests are coming up, so we'll be making sure that we see some of that and, uh, you know, as far as the '80s Fords, man, I've got just a just a desire right now to find like an '83 to '86 uh, half ton short bed step side Ford. Uh, I guess they would have called it the flare side or something. I don't even know. But <laughs> well, I'd like to find a good one of those. I've got a kind of a concept in my head that I'd like to build.
1: Yes, sir. And I've just absolutely, I think that that would be a great base from which to work, no matter what type of powertrain you're going to plug into it, because they've got that bull nose front on the, on the on the front of them and i know it's what you just grow up with that you like but i do think that they're a really good looking truck
0: they are and uh, i missed one the other day but they're pretty rare you know and hard to find uh in in condition
1: yeah in good condition that's the that that's the ticket right
0: <laughs> yeah they're still not very expensive they're just hard to find
1: we had a uh we had a k5 blazer growing up 1978 and it's something that i always <laughs> just remember growing up you know just seeing those. Uh, Plaid seats and and uh, those types of designs inside, right? And I know yeah. that there's a few companies that are doing it again. Like I mean, even Ford with the Bronco, they've got that Heritage Edition that you can get. Um, that's got a pretty cool exterior and also some uh, pretty retro interior stuff too. Is that something that you work towards when you're doing your builds? Like, do you keep an eye towards the interior too as well? I know power is king. I know this.
0: Not really. You know, power. No, I go. I, I always want to tip my hat to what the vehicle was or or why it was or what it had that was different, you know, so in my mind, when I'm designing something, I'm always trying to think of what were the cool factors, you know, even if it's an ugly AMC from 1973, Javelin, well, you know what, Pierre Cardin did a ju- joint venture with them, and you had Pierre Cardin, purple and gray interior, so, you know, you always got to remember what happened back in those days, and try to bring a little bit of that into your build, no matter how modern you're making it
1: that's a great approach to it because you get a real look back into the seventies or the sixties or whatever era you're looking at. And then you can take off with something more modern, just under the skin. That's right. And that's probably one of the biggest things that I would always appreciate just about these so-called restomods is that you've got all of this modern technology under you, but then you've got your pretty cool looking, if you feel it's cool looking um, design that you're looking at every day while you're driving it. Absolutely. With, towing and stuff like that um diesel and things you've probably got to, do you have any any of those in your fleet any big diesels for towing yeah i've got
0: a dodge 3500 and a dodge 2500 uh they're just both four by fours and and uh dieselines and ready to rock
1: <laughs> over a thousand foot pounds of torque now just right off the showroom floor just blows my mind it's not something that whatever thought we would have seen even just a few short years ago how about you
0: uh I know it's gotten crazy the power and the torque that they're putting into these things and uh that that's uh that's great because that's what we need everything that <laughs> uh everything always needs to go up in torque and horsepower as far as I'm concerned
1: I agree <laughs> I like how it's just an arms race in Detroit for just like it was I mean I think we're in the good we talk about the good old days of horsepower I think we're in the good old days of torque right now because the truck makers are beating each other over the head with Ford comes out with 1200 foot-pounds so you know Ram is going to respond to something and
0: Oh, yeah, they are. I mean, uh, you know, Dodge is fixing to do a big thing on Monday out of Texas Motor Speedway. Unfortunately, I can't make it, but it is going to blow people's minds.
1: Right, right, right. That's the the seventh special edition Challenger for the last call edition, right?
0: It's it. That's it. There's no more. It's going to be <laughs> pretty freaking cool. I got a little bit of the insight. I don't know why, but I do. And all I can tell you is pay attention because it's going to be cool.
1: Coming up in the future. I know you can't give everything away. No, you can't give anything away because you got to keep your cards close to your chest, man. But any any um you said you've got the next five years are gonna top the next ten. Any anything you just wanna talk about? Any any trucks coming up, anything like that that you could possibly just give our listeners a little little clue?
0: Yeah, only the 69 GMC if we decide to build it. Uh we're gonna have a pretty cool build-off, uh, because I've got to go out of town. Uh, for a little vacation, so uh, I happen to end up with two of more or less the same car, and so I've split my garage into two teams, and they're going to have to go at it against each other, and I'm going to come back from vacation and see the uh, the madness that has ensued and what they ended up with, so that's going to be a pretty cool uh, uh, YouTube series that we're doing, and uh, then, like I said, you know, give me another month or so. I'll probably be able to let the cat out of the bag, and uh, it's gonna it's going to break the internet, I hope.
1: I'm sure it will. That's a fantastic concept. You've got two identical cars. Here's two teams. I'm going on a well-earned vacation. I'll see you when I get back.
0: Yeah, and uh, they got to adhere by the rules, and uh, then they got to put it to the test, so it should be a really neat goal.
1: I like that. Richard, congratulations on your success, brother. You're a titan of the industry.
0: Well, I'm an old man in the industry. (laughs) I (laughs) think I think it's going to be a Titan if you stayed in long enough. But, uh, you know, I appreciate it. Just, you know, make sure everybody up there knows, go to gasmonkeygarage.com, and uh, every dollar they spend is a chance to win a, a brand-new jailbreak, uh, their own allocation.
1: Yes, sir. And everyone else um, as well, be sure to check out the Gas Monkey Garage YouTube channel. I mean, they've got videos all the time, links to pre-sale, merch drops, all kinds of great stuff over there. So head over there and get you some of that. Get you some of that. <laughs> Thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show, Richard. Really appreciate it.
0: Yes, sir. Bye-bye.
1: That was Richard Rawlings, gearhead, entrepreneur, and head of a team which constructs some of the wildest builds both on and off the road. I think he was spot on when talking about the values of K5 Blazers and old school Broncos. I've seen it myself at Barrett-Jackson and prices of them are just going to continue trending upwards especially since i mean like he said it's sometimes tough to build one even for the six figures being commanded at places like barrett jackson and other auction sites we can't wait to see what he's got in store for that bullnose ford pickup and i know he's going to find one (laughs) that era has such great proportions and a flare side box man that's going to look killer against whatever gas monkey garage has in store for it and if anyone can find one in good condition on which to base a build it's Richard and his team for sure. As for us coming up in the hopper over the next month we'll be spending some time checking out the new Chevy Colorado. In case you missed it Colorado is new for this model year and has more off-road trims than ever before. In, In fact I think there's more off-road trims than regular trims. (laughs) You've got the Z71, you've got the Trail Boss, you've got the ZR2, ZR2 Desert Boss, and then the ZR2 Bison, with gear from American Expedition Vehicles layered on top of all of that. That's for all from the factory. So we've had a chance to look at a static display of a new Colorado at the Toronto Auto Show in February, and I can tell you that the in-gate... In tailgate storage system that they introduced is pretty nifty. After you lower the tailgate, the cover for that storage space is easily unlocked. There's two big paddles, two big beefy paddles, chunk, and they open really easily. That you can lift up the cover for the space and it uncovers a spot. It's about four feet wide and about four inches deep. There's a drain plug in there and it's just about the right size for storing a collapsible fishing rod, or a few tools, jumper cables, whatever. It's a cool idea, and it's a great use of space that's usually wasted on a truck. So, I mean, competition between manufacturers in the truck market, man, is hotter than ever before. And neat new features like that are the result. So, I'm looking forward to spending some time with it. But that's our episode. Big thanks this week to guest Richard Rawlings of Gas Monkey Garage producer adam Foster, and to all the listeners for joining us on the truck guy podcast be sure to check out driving.ca where you'll find the best in truck reviews videos and breaking news while you're there use the site's comparison tool for head-to-head shopping and sign up for their blind spot newsletter it'll be delivered to your inbox featuring a roundup of the week's most important automotive news and be sure to subscribe to the truck guy wherever you get your favorite podcasts Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, so you can listen to this truck loving Newfoundlander and his guests tell a few stories while talking about pickup trucks and 4x4s. Thanks for listening.